Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Minipod. My name is Akua Jay, best known life coach and wellbeing activist. My mission is to provide you with a weekly slice of linguistic health and wellness tips, suggestions and tools that can be activated into your daily life. Helping you overcome loneliness, isolation, thoughts and feelings of anxiety, anger, inequality, guilt, avoidance, procrastination, inadequacies, relationship, parenting, employment woes, and much, much more. Whatever you're dealing with or managing or not, this mini pod is here to bring you a different perspective, an understanding, and most of all, get you implementing that change ASAP. So join us every week for a slice of something different. Hi, and welcome back to the Wellbeing Minipod with Aku Ajay. Today, we have the amazing Imani Sorendo, holistic health practitioner, all the way down there in Ipswich. Thank you, Imani, for joining us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. So, Imani, tell us a little bit more about what is a holistic health practitioner? Well, it's really essentially someone who has been trained to support the well-being of their clients, um, but looking at their entity, you know, the whole entirety of their mind, body and spirit, if you like. So they will take into um, consideration a host of factors when working with that person. And so their strategies would be um, quite broad in terms of making sure they have a, a work-life um, and personal balance. So looking at the, the, the entire person, so their environment, you know, how that impacts on them and also their, their health. That's right. I mean, they look at the, their relationship with themselves, their relationship with others, their, their kind of the environment, as you say, what has shaped their scripts, the mental scripts that they walk around with that actually could be creating an imbalance in their in their mind which then causes illness or imbalances in their physical body so we look at um, also diet you know exercise environment in terms of um their work environment their relationships it's 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 quite broad so tell me a little bit about what what are the, the services and offers that you you provide to how did somebody get in touch with a you know, holistic health practitioner? I mean, usually some of my clients are, are at a point where they're feeling some kind of symptoms. So it may be that they're feeling um, unwell in terms of, particularly women, if they have heavy cycles or their body starts to change in some way, or they might have found out that they have fibroids or cysts. That might be one of the openings where they're really concerned about their, their feminine health. But sometimes it's women who feel a bit lost. They feel um, they have lost direction and purpose. And um, some of that is a psychological thing going on in their mind. Um, other clients have got anxieties and hypertension. They're dealing with stresses um, around performance at work. Or sometimes even performance in their relationships, you know, where they feel in some way... Um, that they've lost their sense of purpose and direction. So people can come um, with a range of symptoms and, and feelings of un, you know, being unsettled or um, unwell. Excellent. So um, just thinking about that and, and in terms of where we're at, we're at now, you know, um, so if I was, you know, going through the, the current kind of, quarantine lockdown what kind of you know how would I get in touch with you what are you what are you delivering at the moment well sometimes partner organizations are getting in touch because obviously they're concerned about their clients and I've been teaching um mindfulness classes online which has been fantastic I also offer a one-to-one -one coaching support service for anybody who is feeling really overwhelmed flooded with emotion at the moment heightened anxieties and I go through certain techniques that are quite life-changing um, not only around COVID now but for the rest of their lives as well 
that will eliminate the stress response um, that they that will lead to illness if, if they don't um, deal with it head on. Um, some clients have come looking at their diet and looking at immune boosting foods that they can be um, taking at this time to strengthen their immunity to, you know, especially um, some of the herbal remedies and so on that are antiviral and also go for a process of detoxification. Um, for other clients, it's more around their future and life coaching around their sense of what next, what happens after COVID, you know, in terms of their well-being and, and their financial future. Um, people are having time to reflect now as well. So it's not all negative in the sense that some people are really taking this time to take a stop and say, what, what has gone wrong in my life that has led me to now be here at this time and making, wanting to make different decisions actually about the future. You know, they might not want to be in the same job when they come out of this. Um, they may not want to be in the same country. You know, they might want to have a vision of something else um, in their life because the wonderful thing about stopping still for a while is that your intuition can sometimes come through and it's really quite powerful and dynamic. It can help you to, and guide you into a change. So some people have actually come to explore that change and get the support they need to take those steps. Perfect. So, you know, use this time to plug, like what, what are you doing? Tell us how to get into contact with you. Yeah, well, um, I'm doing some energy balancing Qigong classes, which have been fantastic. They're every Tuesday evening at 6.30. Some of the clients were very busy in the evening with their children and they just wanted a time, maybe 40 minutes, where they can just dedicate some time to themselves to reboost their energy, get that charge of um, burst of energy and vitality ready for the, the evening and also for the, the day ahead, the next day and to create a sense of stillness and serenity in their lives as well as healing their organs. So th those classes are fantastic. They're, they're five pounds, they're online. Um, I'm also running on a monthly basis a Black Women's Womb Wellness class. Um, I've been running those face-to-face -face in South London and in, in Ipswich for some time, but now we're face to go online. So the sisters, who are not daunted by getting online, it's been great. We continue supporting each other. I introduce a range of holistic strategies around womb wellness and also general uh, feminine care. And we get to practice the techniques together. Um, I'm also going to be running my second round of um, a webinar, free, a free session webinar called the Woman Series, which is womb and then woman women's series which is primarily about fibroids and why fibroids are um, increasing amongst the black community in particular amongst our women um, to enable women to understand a bit more about what makes a fibroid grow in the first place what kind of environment creates that kind of unwellness and to start looking at the things that we do that create an over toxicity in our body in our minds that is leading to this unless we tackle this it's not enough to just go for these invasive operations um, without really looking at the root cause so i assist women who are either interested in this area they might be concerned for their children who their young women you know growing up they don't want them to have fibroids in the future um, but also for women who have just found out or who have got fibroids who really need that that guidance um, so that's starting in May, May the 20th in the evening, online as well. So, um, yeah, there's lots going on. Amazing, amazing. Um, definitely going to uh, tune in to your May 20th event. Oh, um, yeah, a lot of, you know, had a lot of experience with, um, you know, womb health, um, because one of the, the major sticking points for me was that I went through a period of not having a period for about three years, mm. uh, recently come back and purely because I started having a dialogue with my body. Fantastic. Uh, I, and like I said, I, I think we, we spoke about this um, the, the last time we spoke in terms of uh, 
the Wild Power Book. And another one of um, uh, my guests also raised the Wild Power Book. It's all about, you know, menstruation and, and recognizing and understanding your cycle and finding the power within it. And until I started to do some of that work, you know, I didn't even have, uh, you know, any, you know, like I had no menstruation whatsoever. And just by recognizing my cycle, you know, talking to my body, doing more exercises around the womb and, and you know, accepting that at, at this point it needed a break, you, you know, there was <laughs> needed a break. And, and you, when it was ready, it would come back and just saying that to myself and to my, my body and to my yoni um, was so powerful that actually now it's starting to come back slowly. Oh, you made that connection again. I mean, yeah, you're right, Aku, for a lot of women, we have disconnected. We've disconnected with our body and we've disconnected with our womb, essentially. And if you liken the womb to the universe, you know, um, it, is, it is a creator, it creates, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a universe in itself. When we detach ourselves from it, whether mentally, whether we've gone through a trauma, um, you know, in many areas in our lives as women, black women, you know, there's a lot of issues around violence, domestic violence, around self-hate, around abuse, histories. Uh, I'm not just even talking about this lifetime. I'm talking about our whole enslavement and um, as a people and the oppression that that has um, led to and the level of dislocation and, and disaffection because of those things. We're still carrying a lot of trauma and um, all of that gets stored in our DNA and is it, that trauma gets stored in the womb. So when we then disconnect with that and we don't start that healing process to first of all accept it, accept that it's there and then start to do the work to create that light energy, um, then it will, cause, it will cause problems and the body will just say, okay, I'm going to stop because you've given up, so I'm giving up, right? Yeah, definitely. It was it was quite a revelation just to understand that. Um, sorry, bear with me one moment. So um, she just asked me if her lunch is ready. So I just got a note through that. Sorry, apologies. Um, so yes, yeah, so when you find the revelation in terms of you know, all I need to do is talk to my, reconnect with myself. Yeah. You don't even know sometimes that you've actually disconnected. Yeah. Um, and until I started the journey of saying, you know, I've been to the doctors, they've told me that, you know, I had polycystic ovaries is what they initially thought. I started reading up about, you know, the symptoms and, you know, some of the healing techniques of that. And, you know, although some of my symptoms were similar, mm -hmm. they weren't exactly the same. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, so then I was like, oh, maybe it's like wound burnout. I like, so I went back to the doctor and it was really, it was really funny because I had a female doctor for the first time oh. who was similar in age. And, you know, she just threw so many things out of the water. She's like, no, it's not that. She's like, if it's polycystic over, you know, your hormone balance would be in here. And just, you know, it's as if you're prepubescent, yeah. which amazing to hear. Because I was thinking, I've had two kids, you know, wow. So I've gone backwards. Um, what does that mean for me? But it was as though my body was just saying to me, you know, right now, you know, you need to heal. And I'd had a miscarriage. Um, the year before so like so about no 2016 I'd had a miscarriage so that trauma I believe mm -hmm. had, you know really triggered in my own body and then as a result you know other things happened in my life and so it just and it just stopped and you I didn't even realize when it stopped it was just going shopping one day and thinking, oh, shouldn't I be buying some sanitary pads, you know, towels, that's not time, yeah. <laughs> I actually bought them, you know, because it's automatic. Yeah. 
you, it's on your shopping list, you go out, you buy it, and um, and then thinking, oh, wait, I haven't bought any, and wait, I haven't had a period for six months, oh, I haven't had a period for a year, you know, um, and then going to doctors saying, oh, it's been about, you know, a year, <laughs> and they're like, wow, um, it's, it's that connection, it's really understanding that once you, you have the language, because first of all, it's, it's having awareness, Mm -hmm. this this technique this uh theory this energy is out there yeah. and then about you know connecting to it and you know acting on that acting on you know because there's loads of techniques i'm sure that you'll be able to teach other women um but it's a you know it's raising our awareness and, and I, i'm glad that this podcast can do some of that you know raise your awareness in terms of you know it's incredible it's an incredible platform to offer to to women really definitely yeah. definitely so in terms of thinking about wellness and well-being is thinking about how can we as women um you know how can we do that how can we do that most effectively like what are some of your tips that, you know, that some of your takeaways, some of the things that you do that we can also kind of like try to replicate and, and, and bring into our world. And one of the primarily the primary things is to acknowledge that there's something greater than, than me that has created me. I think that that knowledge of the supreme being and, and that interconnectedness that um, I didn't just land here, you know, I came from and we all came from from a source that is um, omnipotent you know it's omniscient it's omnipresent it's 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 unending and from that confidence that actually i'm just a small part of that that means that i can tap into whatever talent that i've been destined to to come here to do you know whatever mission that i've been um i've come here to do and and that gives you a kind of a confidence and a, a sense of identity that makes you understand that all the emotional side of me is just a little, a small part of who I am, you know, a small part of me. In fact, it's not even who I am. There's something greater. And, and that's about that, that energy, you know, it's about that energy that you can't see that you just picked up on. Um, that is, makes everything alive. So in the, over the last 15 years, I've been really studying looking at what is this energy what is this life force energy that allows us to heal ourselves you know that allows us to tap into um the creative side of us that allows us to tap into a side that brings us back to that inner guidance rather than the external guidance all the time and i'm not dis disrespecting doctors they do a phenomenal job in most cases but they are treating someone um, it's not necessarily about preventative care and self-care. And, and to be honest, I became so passionate about the fact that we need to do much more of this preventative self-care so that we can minimize our trips to the doctors. We can minimize our taking of prescriptive drugs. Um, I haven't been to the doctor for, gosh, over 10 years, you know, and it's because of what I do day to day. I meditate every single morning. I do my energy work every single morning. I do womb exercises at least three or four times a week just to make sure that my feminine health as well, you know, the womb is, is, is not blocked, it's not stagnating, you know, it's free flowing because that will help with my cycles and things like that. You know, and, and also I practice mindfulness every day, you know, wake up every day having a sense of gratitude rather than thinking, oh gosh, I'm locked in again. <laughs> you know, it's, it's saying, well, actually, thank God I'm alive and it's another day. And what am I going, what have I planned for today? What do I want to achieve today? And, and, and um, having that sense of achievement, even if it's a small task, a small thing, having that sense of achievement um, when it's done. So there are some things, you know, I use essential oils a lot. You know, I'm a wellness advocate for doTERRA. Um, I'm studying the oils in the moment and they're phenomenal properties that aid us in our healing you know, because they can be ingested and they can also be put in a diffuser 
and it's wonderful to diffuse with certain oils um, in the home that just gives you that state of calm all the time, you know? You're just creating an environment of wellness within and without all the time. And, and that's, that's the goal. I love that. Within and without. It's, it's such um, a powerful statement because we do often look outside for, the, for, for guidance. Yeah. You know, how do we look, you know, how do we take care of ourselves? Oh, let me Google that, you know, instead of, you know, thinking, you know, what is it that I actually want in the first place? You know, always asking externally, what is it that I want? What is it that I need? What's going to help me? What's going to heal me? So I, I love that inside out. I, I love, let's look inside us first. What's, what's broken within us, you know, or, and how can we heal ourselves by recognizing what, what, it, what it is first? Um, and amazing that you haven't been to the doctor for 10 years. <laughs> because as a person who, who was like going religiously to the doctor um, for the last three years and then saying, I, I need to, to rethink, I need to readdress, reevaluate, uh, rebalance myself. Um, and doing that in doing so I looked to myself like what is it that's going on with me I started talking to me um, so that's amazing yeah, initially Aku, 15 years ago I, I went to the doctors because I found a lump in my tummy I went there and I was told I had fibroids and that was 15 years ago and very distressed so that would have been my first point of call there I didn't know any different. Um, and that was what started me on this whole journey in the first place. Um, and I think sometimes our, our challenges in life are the very things that help us to learn what we most need to know for ourselves as well as assisting others. Because it was in that journey that I did so much research around fibroids. Um, I started to assist other women. Then I'm writing the book on fibroids. I then ended up in the Caribbean delivering lectures on fibroids. I was like, how, did, how is this all happening? Um, it, it was just an amazing, and it still is an amazing journey. But what, that day in the doctors, when they were trying to tell me that my only choice was to have a hysterectomy, I knew that there was something else. And I knew that's not what, that's not the answer. That was not the answer for me. So it propelled me to go within, you know? Wow, you know, and hysterectomy, and you know, a lot of women hear that, you know, we hear, you know, that is the way forward, um, because there is this, you know, in some ways, I think medicine is changing. You know, we are now looking at more of a, a holistic view, whereas, you know, prior to, you know, this time and, you know, I think in the last maybe two or three years in terms of, they have started to look at what else can we do? Yes. Because medicine alone yeah. is, is not the way. Yeah. So look at Eastern uh, practices because then, then it, you know, Western culture is very much, you know, give us a pill, um, but, you know, kind of like Eastern, more herbals, you know, if we go back to, you, you know, Africa and think about, you know, how it was done there. It's a lot of the remedies that we're using now to heal, heal ourselves and build our immune system in terms of like yeah. COVID-19 are very much the things that your, your parents and your grandparents were telling you to do for years. And you'd be like, hey, I don't want to taste Absolutely. I was just speaking to my mother, actually. She's in Dominica. She's like, oh, you, you're only using that now? And I've been telling you about this for a long time. And, you know, things like oregano oil, which is amazing for, you know, antiviral, has amazing antiviral properties. You know, if you can actually diffuse, use that in the, in the, the home as a diffuser, but also if you get a very pure grade, like the doTERRA products, you know, you can put one drop in your water every day. That directly goes into your cells and starts to create this, this uh, environment, an antiviral environment in your body, you know, it um, boosts your immunity. Um, things like thyme, 
you know, making thyme tea, um, lemon and ginger, and, and all these wonderful things that we were brought up on. Uh, we were, in many ways, told to disregard them because, you see, we've come from a process of having to be brainwashed to accept what the Western culture is, is telling us about who we are every day. Um, so we've had to disregard a lot of our ancient practices and our very identity, to be honest, our natural hair, um, using shea butters and natural body creams, you know, we would, many of us will just go and pick up a Vaseline or a, a petroleum jelly, you know, and um, I was just laughing with someone yesterday about the blue soap that we used to wash with back home, you know, I'm sure it had loads of bleaching agents in it. But you know, that, that's what we learned. And now it's time to go back to nature. It's time to go back to what is essentially ours in the first place and um, take it back, really. Enjoy it. Yes, back to nature, back to the feminine energy. Yes. And it feels like, you know, uh, my, my guest uh, before you, Karina, was very much talking about that the whole COVID feels like motherhood. It feels though you know, it's that drop into motherhood because motherhood is very disruptive um, and you are kind of like left to your home and, and you're confined um, yeah. with that. And you're, you know, the things that you used to do with your friends, you no longer do anymore. And I feel like that, that seems to be a theme that's kind of like gone through the, the last few weeks in terms of we are just all, you know, being flung into something, but actually those who seem to be striving are those who have had an experience of parenting of some sort that's true that's true um, it gives you survival tools in many ways as well <laughs> we seem to be you know those who haven't yet gone into you know motherhood or parenting seem to be finding the adjustment very difficult However, if you've, you've been a parent and you've been in your home you know, for six, seven months before you even came out um, <laughs> you know, for, you know, a healthcare appointment or, you know, aid, um, you know, that, that you can really relate to kind of just being in the home uh, and, and finding things to do. And, you know, it's, it's that being able to look outside um, and say, it's a beautiful day. What can we do with our day? Yes. Uh, you know, inside and out. And, and just going with the flow. I mean, as a parent myself, there's been days um, where the kids just don't want to do schoolwork. <laughs> you know, don't want to engage in it. And it would be so much more stressful for me to try and get them to engage in, in that work than just to allow them to free flow. Find what is, how do we learn, you know, the, when we learn, or we're in a learning mode, it's when we're at peace. So if, if someone is actually antagonistic and they're very, they're not wanting to do something and they're very upset about it, they're not going to want, they're not going to learn. Um, and, and therefore we have to sometimes think, okay, what is learning anyway? Because being with their mother at home, being taught about their identity, their history, learning some life skills and cooking some Caribbean dishes or African dishes or, or just being still for a moment, doing some Qigong, you know, um, that is learning because they're in a relaxed state. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not one for saying don't, don't do your schoolwork, but it's also about the balance that actually if they're not at peace, they're not going to be learning anyway. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a challenging time. Yeah. Um, so how have you? How do you mo keep yourself motivated? I know you said that there's, there's some tips that you do, but you know, in terms of because you're holding a lot of space for people. So how do you a keep yourself, you know, motivated to do that daily, and you know, also in, ensure that you're, you know, you stay balanced and you're looking after mm -hmm. yourself. I mean, there's two things. As a practitioner, I try not to take people's things home and, and negatively. You know, I listen, listen with impartiality. I listen with love. 
and consideration and then that allows me to best direct them but what i don't do is allow myself to get emotionally caught up in a negative way that it blocks my insight into how best to support someone and it makes me unwell as well so there's a you know there's certain things i do in terms of just cutting out those little chatterbox thoughts that come up that tell us we're upset, that tell us we're annoyed, that tell us we're frightened or are frustrated. When those things come up for me, I always say, okay, I hear you, but I'm choosing, I'm choosing another way. I'm not gonna be like that. Sometimes your energy can be a bit depressed and I say, okay, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna do 50 jumping jacks. You know, I'm gonna do some Qigong. I'm gonna do some breathing because Depression, you know, of that, of that sort, when your energy is just feeling a bit dull and lifeless, it, you know, it's just because there's a stagnation in the body, you know, um, or in the mind. And so just by getting the body mobilized again, that, that really helps me. Um, so I try to stay as optimistic and positive um, as I can be. And, and it, uh, it all comes from the mind. It's about what am I harboring? What am I thinking at that moment? So training myself and then now training others to understand that that primarily you know we can choose what we want to accept or what we want to re reject is quite empowering and um, we go through exercises to enable uh, other women other clients to do the same so that's that keeps me quite grounded to be honest thank you i feel sometimes you know, especially when I'm coaching other women, um, I feel that there is an expectation mm -hmm. that what we do isn't as important mm -hmm. as, uh, you know, our, our male counterparts or our partners um, in, in terms of, um, you know, I, I just thought as though it's been come back into the home uh, you know, you may have a job, but your job is secondary to being a mother. Yeah. So your mother responsibility is first. So how, how do we as women work on creating some balance, you know, creating, having that dialogue, not just with ourselves, but with others so that they also understand where mm. we're coming from. Mm -hmm. I mean, my, my, my kind of love for women, I suppose, and men, but, but, but I'm a woman. And so tapping into that femininity and that feminine aspect, I really went in my teenage years was really questioning what was my role as a woman? You know, I felt like I was some kind of doormat when I was um, growing up and that made me very hard, you know, maybe very fiery. And I, I met the world like that. It was like, don't mess with me. And, um, after having my daughter and now coming into um, being part of a society called the Saraset Society, which is a, a Pan-African spiritual organization, I've really learned the value of, of womanhood and, and women. And, you know, an understanding that our history came from a matriarchal line. Well, that means that women governed um, our nations. And that meant that we had to stay really cool. We had to stay really um, peaceful we had to stay really balanced because why we were bringing forth the next generation of priests and priestesses and, and, and healers and so on and that is a phenomenal role now we've come into a patriarchal society a very western dominated society which really doesn't place much value on women um, and and therefore we want to then go out and probably compete in a very heated way in a very competitive way with our white counterparts and sometimes with our men <laughs> you know um to try and find our voices and for me i suppose what breathing does and what meditation does and what womb wellness does is allow us co to connect with that that very powerful creative intuitive side of us again and feel really peaceful about that, really accepting that's, who, that's part of who we are. And out of that will come the insight about what we should be doing. What is our purpose here? You know, rather than what I was doing was 
trying to find my purpose by combat combating with something some form of oppression and and all i was doing was making myself unwell so people the masses will never understand we're not in a community and culture that allows us to understand and value that but we must start to value that ourselves by going back to find out about our history going back to find out who were those great queens and queen mothers who ruled our nations before and how did they live what blueprint did they live by that made them stay balanced and peaceful um, and bring forth great generations you know that could build pyramids and monuments and ancient temples you know where nobody has ever been able to do that before again so it's like how could we tap into some of that so yeah it's 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 strange being part of this world but yet also understanding that we're not of this world <laughs> you know there's another world and another story that we have to embrace and that that will then help us to be liberated wow that we're not part of this world i love that so it kind of gets you to think that there are different levels. You know, there's kind of this level where you're, you have no understanding. You, you just go through your day. Um, and I feel as though I've been there myself. You know, I've been to a point where I had no understanding. I was, you know, I, I thought it was literally, you know, A to B. You know, you went to school, you went to secondary school, you went to college, you went to university, you got a job. Yeah. That was that was the path. That was the thing that I was sold uh, from a very young age, and that was it. You know, <laughs> um, the you know you, you maybe had like a, a boyfriend in school or whatever. You you just kind of you you explored and experimented until so you had your kids and you was you know your mother and and then you know once you became a mother you dropped everything else that you loved and appreciated about yourself. Uh, your hobbies became zero, and you just. You know, <laughs> That was the, the story that I was told. So I, I kind of feel that that is like grassroots. That's kind of like the, the lower ground. Um, and then as you, you know, develop and you start to read and you listen to podcasts and you kind of, there is this, this wave of something else that comes in. It's, it's kind of, you see a lot of it. And I, I kind of call it surface level. So it's surface level awareness. Um, in terms of, you know, people start quoting Tony Robbins, uh, talking about, you know, this is, this is what gratitude is. This is what, you know, wellness and, and mindfulness is. But it's kind of surface level. We have, you know, a deeper conversation with them. There's not much past the quote that they can tell you, you know. Um, but then there's, there's the, the few you know, who, who delve deeper and they're just like, okay, that's surface. So like if I do a course or something, um, you know, so so I then personally for me, I did a course in NLP. Uh -huh. so for those who don't understand what NLP is, it's neuro-linguistic programming, looking at patterns and behaviors of, of language. So what people say and how that kind of uh, manifests in their behavior. Uh, so, so that's where I started. So it surfaced, wave, then dig, dig a little deeper and found NLP. NLP gave me a bit more of an understanding. So then I was like, oh, okay. So how can I use this? You know, how is this going to, you know, change my understanding? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that, so that, that did, in a way, because it then took me to a place of, even in my, my role as a manager, I started to manage differently. I started to think about how I spoke and how what I communicated to people, how that came, came about. So that was really interesting. So then um, it also helped me to become a coach, like a life coach. So that's what I do. And, you know, that, that's my bread and butter. But I'm still very intrigued by people. So I, and, and my career started off in charities. So I still have a foot in the door of a lot mm -hmm. of charities. I love working with young people, my passion. So I, I, I do a lot of work with youth charities. And so then it kind of like, you know, still bubbling, still bubbling. And then I found like the Yoni Shakti. So my friend, 
started to talk to me about feminine energy. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. So this is, a, this is another level again. So you, there is so many elements of this. And now talking to you and you speaking about, you know, the, you know, the role of women in history and like going back centuries in terms of our power and our strength and where we stood. Yeah. And it feels as though in some ways that standing has never left. It's just our perception of where we stood, you know. Um, yes, sister. Yes. You know, because it, it feels like it's never left. You never talk left. about this wave. You it's talk about this wave. That vibration, you know, is always there because that essentially is nature. But it's our receptivity to that because we might not be vibrating on that same level. You know, as you said, there's different levels where we start off very dense, you know, and we go through these hard knocks. <laughs> you know, we make bad life, poor life choices that lead to a lot of tough times. And then there's this yearning inside. It's something, something, you know, a seed was already there. It's just that we, we peep above the wall, you know, of of no, what is seen as the norm or mediocrity or status quo. We peep above and we think, oh, there's something else. I didn't see it before, but now I see it. And that's the continuum of, of life, I suppose. And, and the same with health. I remember sitting down and having um, TV dinners, you know, <laughs> giving my daughter Rice Krispies growing up <laughs> because I, I came here from the Caribbean and that's what I saw white people doing. You know, I didn't know about being a vegan then, but through some hard knocks and health challenges, I soon learned that actually my body is not, my body is not um, in harmony with this. You know, there's something wrong why I'm always getting these colds. I'm always getting these ailments. Um, and then you want to know more, you know, you, you want to, you want to, you know, reach out and look above that wall and find out what else is there. And, and, and that's eternal. We're always going to be wanting more and, and growing in that way. Uh, and that's how wonderful, that's wonderful really. And that's coaching, I suppose, enables us to work with um, our clients in that way as well, to assist them in finding out who they are and what's that journey for them. Amazing, amazing. So just, just, just so that we know, um, because, I, you know, you, you've opened up a door for me. So I'm now really eager to find out more about this spiritual group that you're part of. So tell me more about how we could get in touch with, you know, and find out a little bit more where we can go read, where we can touch bases with the, you know, this, this community. Okay, well, I'm part of a society, it's a Pan-African Spiritual Society, it's an international society. Um, and um, we, we, you know, we teach about an Osarian way of life, which is an ancient Egyptian way of life, really, which is governed by understanding that our essential nature is peace. So really, that's the foundations of that, of that philosophy and that teachings. And once we understand that that's who we are, you know, that we're an aspect of that peace, then that's what we, the vibration that we work towards um, manifesting in the world in terms of our responses to every life situation. You know, and so there's some fundamental teachings, you know, that you can get books like the Medunate Volume 1 by Ra Unefra Men. Um, there's a book called Stress-Free for Life, which is amazing because one of Ra Unefra Men's words, he says, why do we want to manage stress? We want to eliminate stress. We don't want to manage stress. If you had a pin and you sat on it and you had excruciating pain, would you just move that pin to a side? No, you wouldn't. You'd take that pin out. <laughs> it was like a light bulb moment for me because I was like, oh yeah, why on earth do I want to manage stress? Now that changed my whole practice in terms of what I do with people. No, I don't want them to manage their stress. <laughs> I want them to learn about what stress is and the fact that when we have an event in our lives, we actually, at that moment, either see it as against us or we can actually acknowledge it, accept it for what it is, but choose a different response to it. 
we can train ourselves to do that through techniques. And so um, that was a very powerful liberation for me. And, um, you know, it's an, it's a, um, an organization that's over 40 odd years old. Um, and you can, um, they have classes in um, Northwest London, in Manchester, in Birmingham, Nottingham, you know, um, so if anyone wants to know, they can always drop me an email, find out, I can share the, you know, the flyers when we're off lockdown. I'm sure they'll be doing some online classes soon on um, meditation, etc. as well. So it's phenomenal for us to get back to our knowledge of self and our history and um, our greatness, really. What we can do is some basic breathing techniques, a mindfulness technique. So we need to kind of focus on our lower abdomen. And I'm just going to be teaching um, a technique called box breathing. Yeah, so if you hold your left hand on your navel and just breathe in to the count of four and push your lower abdomen out and you hold it to the count of four. One, two, three, four. And then you breathe out, pulling your lower abdomen in to the count of four. One, two, three, four. And then you hold the breath for four. One, two, three, four. And then you breathe in, pushing your lower abdomen out. One, two, three, four. You hold the breath for the count of four. One, two, three, four. You breathe out, pulling your lower abdomen in. One, two, three, four. You hold the breath for four. One, two, three, four. You breathe in, pushing your lower abdomen out. One, two, three, four. You hold the breath for four. One, two, three, four. You breathe out, pulling your lower abdomen in. One, two, three, four. You hold the breath for four. One, two, three, four. You breathe in. One, two, three, four. You hold the breath for four. One, two, three, four. You breathe out, pulling your lower abdomen in. One, two, three, four. You hold the breath for four. One, two, three, four. And as you're doing this breathing, you can just say to yourself, I'm at peace. Yeah, you can just say it in your mind over and over again. I'm at peace. And what you start to notice is that your whole body starts to relax. Very slowly, if you do it for about two to five minutes, your thoughts might go to the back of your mind, so you're not getting so many thoughts coming in. Your muscles and your tendons start to relax in your body. And then you start to become aware of sounds around you or smells around you. As you breathe in, and you hold, and you breathe out, and you hold, and you breathe in, and you hold, and you breathe out, and you hold. And that's a very simple exercise that you can do for about five minutes in the mornings or at night to create a sense of wellness and stillness so that those feelings of anxiety, frustration will dissipate.
Thank you so much. I feel centered now. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm really in the mood for this now. So that really, that it, it, what I will say is that there is a real serenity that you get even just from being in the presence of Imani. She's got, the, you, you know, you really have that peacefulness. You know, it does feel as though you're uh, really with the person. You know, I really feel, even though we're doing this, you know, virtually... I feel as though I'm there and I'm, you know, with you. They're right there together, yeah, that's true. Yeah, which feels lovely. And, you know, I look forward to going along to her Qigong class this evening and, in, you know, engaging with you a lot more. Um, Definitely. Lot, um, and also, you know, attending, you know, your event on the 20th of May, um, all around Fibroids. So any anything that you want to talk to Amani about her details will be at the end of this podcast please you can, uh, she's an amazing lady and is so knowledgeable in this area okay awesome thank you um, one of the directors for a company called be me like we um sister shirley powell karen walker francine jones roland gilbertson elaine tappen and myself we are a black coaching consortium here in Suffolk and I'm um, doing some phenomenal work down here so um, if people want to know about about what what those services provide for people internationally and nationally they can get in touch with, with me um, they can um, also use the website www.bemelikeme.com um, as well as getting in touch with me personally through www.amtrising.com Okay. Thank you so much. Um, it's a pleasure. You heard it here. So there's a consortium in Suffolk who work worldwide, worldwide, <laughs> worldwide coaching. Um, you know, be at, you know, be at one with your health um, and take it seriously. You know, it, it health is priority and it's not just about, you know, mental health or physical health. It's, you know, it's holistically looking at your body from head to toe um, and saying, what is it that isn't going right for me? You know, what is it that I need to do and how can I change it from the inside out? That's right. That's right. Thank well, you. Thank so you. Stay well, sis. And, you know, love to everyone who will be listening to the podcast. Thank you very much. All the best. Speak All soon. the best. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening in to today's mini pod. Lots there to think about. Please leave a comment, like, and share. Contact me at wellbeingminipod at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at ARC underscore life coach. I rise, you rise, we rise. Stronger together, I live to uplift the community. Thank you again for listening. Tune in every week for another slice of well-being.